Hi, James Slippin. Hey, what's up, Greg? Um, hey, what's up? That sounds very urgent. <laughs> you are the news guy. I, want... I have I have urgency on the mind. Breaking news. Yeah, really. Headlines. Hey, what's up, man? Hey. <laughs> what's going on? Hey, hello. <laughs> what's up? Um, n- all right, now n- now you want to smoke a duber. <laughs> Hey, I am going to point this out. You know who's going to be on the show later on? Mark Levin, the great one, Mark Levin. He's got a new book out, The Democrat Party Hates America. You listen to Mark every night here from 6 to 9. Awesome broadcaster, awesome lawyer, awesome uh, historian. Uh, you know, he worked for Ronald Reagan. Uh, he learned radio from Rush Limbaugh. He is uh, he's one of the very, very best. Hard for me, quite frankly, to conceive of America, how much more trouble we'd be in if Mark uh, weren't commanding that massive audience. And, uh, it's not only great information, but it's hope, companionship. He offered a humor. Um, but, uh, this book, I, I really liked his last one, Unfreedom of the Press. And, uh, the Democrat Party hates America. You know, a couple of years ago, I would say, oh, that, 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 that's not hard. You can't, you can't say that. Uh, well, yeah, this is a, the aptly named. <laughs> book the democrat party hates america because what they are doing is fundamentally destroying america and uh, anytime i i meet somebody who's like that's not true i i show them the picture i call it the monster it's a monster who's in a public school classroom with a five-year-old kid and this is a a, a drag queen hanging out with a five-year-old kid now you could be a drag queen uh, you know, downtown at night, whatever, you know, more drag queen in your home, drag queen on the street, drag queen anywhere. If you do it right and throw a party, I might come. I mean, I'm not going to dress up like that, but it's not my thing. But if it's your thing, that's fine. There's a lot of things I'm into. Uh, we're not going to have the kids show up, though. Right? Right? Right. Until about 10 seconds ago <laughs> when the federal government is saying that boys can use the girls' room and girls can use the boys' room in grammar school, in middle school, in high school. That boys can play girls' sports and girls can play boys' sports. It's insane. It's monstrous. Not to mention un-American. And um, that's what the Democrat that, that is one of the fundamental things. I mean, you could say, oh, that's just a culture war issue. Well, uh, you know, we don't... <laughs> You could just dismiss it as a fringe issue. If you got children of school age, it's the most important issue. The most important issue. Anyway, James. All right. So news-wise, what's happening over Well, there? I don't know. Just connecting to that last story you were talking about, did you see where California Governor Gavin Newsom struck down that bill last Friday that would have required judges in child custody cases to consider whether or not parents have affirmed their child's gender identity. In essence, they have this standard that's based on, like, you know, care, uh, nurture, you know, all this kind of stuff that the court looks at when it comes to taking care of a kid. And now they uh, Newsom struck it down. He said he couldn't sign off on it, but the bill would have required judges to consider that when deciding custody cases. I don't really quite understand what you said. Sorry. So, like, in essence, I guess the standard by which custody cases are decided typically go back to things like, you know, how well are you caring for the kid? Are you nurturing their environment? Are you providing all these different and whether or not parents have affirmed their child's chosen gender identity. So so that's brand new. So the gender issue, Gavin Newsom has said the judges can't be messing with it. They can't consider that when, you know, 
for a child custody. All yeah. right. Oh, well. But it came and, close. Well, and it's like, oh, wow, I'm supposed to think Gavin Newsom. Wow, that's a re- that's really good. Good for Gavin Newsom. Maybe I was wrong about that guy. Maybe he's not the freak that I know he is. It is a BS move at the 11th hour, right? All that crazy nonsense that's going on, right? And he does this thing designed to, like, maybe, hmm, no, it's not going to work. All right. That guy is responsible for so much of the crap that's happening. And I mean, California is like 10 percent of the country, 10 percent. He has signed up for every crazy lunatic idea. And now he's playing a game like this. I can appear like a moderate. It ain't going to work. And in our backyard, you know, in New Jersey, they have that official policy where schools can't tell parents if a child's changed their gender identity or changed the bathroom that they use. That's actually policy from Trenton where you can't tell parents. In public schools? Yeah. Wait. Wait, I knew that they were kicking this thing around. That is the policy in public schools. That's the official New Jersey policy that you're not supposed to tell parents. And then, of course, there's a couple schools in central Jersey. I know Manalapan is one of them that has sued, in essence, to say, no, we want to know what's going on with our kids. And it's being caught up in the courts right now. What time is it? 2.40? How quickly can I be in New Jersey to protest this crap? <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, right now? I don't know. It's, there's, it's, there's... it's so interesting that it's not commanding the kind of attention that it should. So... Parents, like, you know, the first thing I want to know when I pick up my daughter from school or drop her off, how is she doing? What's new? You know, tell me what's going on. Right. And they'll say, oh, uh, you know, she was wonderful today or, you know, she uh, uh, she pulled some girl's hair. You know, I mean, I want to know everything that happened. Well, the and the moment she starts saying she's uh, taking off her dress and trying to wear pants. I think I should know that. Right? Yeah, I mean, I she think wants everybody people... to call her Joseph instead of Annalise. I think I need to know that. Now, you're saying that if, if she starts calling herself Joseph instead of Annalise, that's not my business as a parent if I'm in New Jersey. Right, because in essence, what the Murphy administration has said is they're worried about parents or households that won't be affirming of that kind of thing. Good God. You know, Murphy, what a freak you turned out to be huh every now and then i would run into somebody who said oh no murphy's a you know he's a good guy you know and he's a common sense guy uh, you know wall street background but he doesn't mess around you freak you and the rest of them my god you're so i can't imagine where the, how where did you go wrong murphy you got millions and millions of dollars you got to be governor i guess the latest is he wants to be president right how, where in the hell did this country? It's 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 satanic. It is satanic. They're after our children. Good God, what has happened, Murphy? You're on my list. Let's do everything we can to get this guy out of office, some way, somehow. Impeachment proceedings, recall. I don't know what it's going to take. Remember when he called everybody in New Jersey? White, if you don't vote for me, you're a white supremacist. Remember that stuff. Remember? Do you remember? Nobody remembers now, right? All right, do me a favor. Let's get that, all right? Because it's an amazing moment. He barely won that race to newcomer and relative unknown Jack Cetarelli. Too bad he didn't win. Damn it. Damn it. And then staying in New Jersey, uh, Cory Booker, the junior senator, is now calling on Bob Menendez to resign. Yeah, I, I saw that. Well, he's this is no profile and courage on um, um, uh, Booker's part. They, they, they had a meeting. You know what I mean? They had a meeting, and like they figured, okay, this is doing us more harm than good having him around. Uh, what's his name is not going to resign though because um, this is one of the, the 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 chips you want to hold on to when you're negotiating with prosecutors. You don't want to give this power away. 
you could say, you know, in plea arrangements, you say, okay, um, I don't want to go to jail. What if I resign the office? Sometimes they'll take that, you know, as like sufficient penance. Although this guy, they want to throw in jail, no matter if he's a senator or an ex-senator. So, um, Cory Booker, huh? Um, boy, what up? Whatever happened to that guy? Seriously, whatever happened to him? Where is he on this issue? You know where he is? He's as woke and weird as the rest of them. Woke and weird as the rest of them. He played it too cute, though. He played it. Remember, he ran for president in 2020. By the time he did, he's old news. I mean, how many documentaries can we have about this guy? How many books? How many New York Times glowing pieces? Enough. Like, he's old news now. And that Buttigieg just stole all of his thunder. All of his thunder. What else? Uh, we also have New York City officials in court today. They're hoping to convince a judge to allow for migrants to be exempt from the city's right to shelter law. You know, basically what Adams wants to do is cut the number of days that migrants can be uh, housed in shelters under that right to shelter law from 60 to 30 days. So New York City officials are trying to cut that time down. And then also there was that St. John Villa Academy ruling handed down today. You know, we've had some protests there that uh, Curtis Lewa was involved in out on Staten Island. There were migrants being housed there. Now the judge says, no, the city can't do that. So St. John Villa Academy, a, a vacant school out on Staten Island, it has been housing migrants. Court ruling today says, no, you can't do that anymore. Probably you'll be appealed. Get them out. Oh, really? Probably. All right. Yeah. Stay where you are. No, we want them out. We want them out. You know, it's funny. Um, it's sad. It's pathetic. These losers who become office holders. It's a big job, mayor. And I told you how he got it. 200,000 people voted for him on the last day of school. Ranked choice voting, presto changeo, this guy. Last day of school is the mayor with real power. And with that power, uh, he doesn't know how to use it. Um, and he invited all these people. He invited this problem on himself, on all, and, and, and us. And now he's like literally screaming and crying. He has no idea what to do. But he's playing the Gavin Newsom game, you know, trying to be now like we. this is a problem and it's going to harm the city. Like suddenly he sounds like a reasonable person. Remember, he this is a problem that he created in large part. They didn't have to he didn't have to get into that silly fight with uh, Governor Abbott. Uh, and he wants the New York Post to like him, just like Gavin Newsom. I'm sure he's going to get a positive story uh, or two from the conservative press. Uh, the people who don't have a kind of a long term you know, view of things. What else? Uh, well, you know, Greg, we always cover New York Jets news on this show. And legendary quarterback Joe Namath called Zach Wilson's performance over the weekend disgusting. And then sports producer Mike DiDino was telling me just before I came in here that the Jets have signed veteran QB Trevor Simeon to a contract to potentially compete with Wilson for the starting job since Aaron Rodgers is on the shelf with that Achilles. Yeah, um, that's pretty harsh. Joe Namath such a nice guy. What did he say? What's the folk? He just said disgusting. Uh, he, he basically said that his performance was disgusting and that we don't need to see any more of that. I mean, he's, he's frustrated. You know, Jets fans are very frustrated because they always lose to the New England Patriots. Um, I think it's like 12 straight games, 13 straight games. Somebody like pointed out to me that you can tell Zach Wilson isn't a good quarterback because of his face. He's got too much of a baby face. It's like Cherubic, sort of. Yeah, it's too much of a baby face to be Curtis a... Lee calls him Donnie Hosmond. Yeah, he's on at something. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they, they, they're right. There's too much, like, he's just too happy-go-lucky. You need the eye of the tiger to be a quarterback. You need to be a killer a little bit. And just like that's the other reason why Aaron Rodgers, uh, uh, you know, we don't have to go through that again. Or what yeah, the but, hell? He, but he's going to be a Hall of Famer, though, Aaron Rodgers. 
Yeah, he already made his bones before he started smoking the weed and drinking that dopey tea all the time and telling others to do it. You know, athletes, you just be straightforward. You know, eat your Wheaties, do your exercise, and uh, you too can be a champ. Now it's, if you have the calling to take the tea, you have to take the tea. <laughs> and it was a mind-opening experience, and now I am capable of yeah, but self, what about Excuse me. I am capable of self-love because of the tea. <laughs> And my tea master said I should come back, so here I am. I mean, uh, self-love. From what I can tell of Aaron Rodgers, he's never been deficient in the self-love category. All right? I've just seen none of these athletes. They they, they get worship from the time they're in fourth grade because they, you know, the best athletes basically start to break out very, very young, right? Fourth grade, you're the best athlete in fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, and high school, high school, high school. Uh, you know, you know how what jerks the height the football guys were sometimes, not yeah, all, but, but, but most Nick, of the time, Nicky. not all the time. There was one cool football player who was like, anyway, high school is a really. Did you have fun in high school? Yeah, I, I was the captain of the football team. As a matter of fact, are you serious? <laughs> you? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You don't seem big enough. Number one. That's why I'm like you. Well, I mean, what was your position? I, I played center and linebacker. Um. Wow. All right, and I was undersized for a center. Were you a big man on campus? I mean, it's a small. It was a small school, but and the football team wasn't good. I wasn't a jerk. <laughs> James, you were so cool for just one second, and then you ruined the football it. I, you know, team. I, I keep right. it too the honest. Football team wasn't good. But can All I right. just say that Mickey Mantle and Lawrence Taylor weren't drinking tea, and they're legends. Yeah. Um. Back to you in football in high school, and you're you're there, and um, well, did you know at that point about? My sexuality? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, were you conflicted about it? Was it like a, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, we probably don't have enough time. To, maybe we do. But, I mean, like, all that kind of stuff, yeah, for sure. I mean, there was definitely internal, um, you know, stuff that I had to go through and kind of things that I had to come to terms with over yeah. time. Yeah. Well, look, puberty is tough on everybody. Sure. High school is tough on everybody. And whatever the reason is, you know, your orientation, your um, acne, you know, it's just all and a problem. We talked about it on air, too, before, you know, like my, you know, Christian faith and kind of thinking about that type of stuff when it comes to, uh, you know, sexuality and relationships. It's a factor. But, um, yeah, no, but in terms of football, that that was never really a, a, a concern. Did they vote for you for the captain? How did that, how's that Actually, work? Actually, that was only, that was the cat, that was the coach. Uh, we only had five seniors my senior year because, you know, Small school, a lot of that class played soccer, and um, there was a couple other guys that could have been. I could have been the too. captain of this football you team, it sounds been. like. You should have been. <laughs> so the coach said you? Yeah. Why you? Um, I think that there was an aspect of, like, you know, my dedication, you know, like the amount of time in the weight room, you know, the fact that I'd been a, a letterman uh, the three years prior, and kind of just, you know, whatever he saw in me as a leader.